0: Welcome to the Alternative Data Podcast. Welcome to the Alternative Data Podcast, powered by Exabel. I'm Mark Fleming Williams. In this episode, I speak to Maxime Belashovich of Santiment, a provider of data for investing in crypto assets. In our conversation, Maxime and I discuss the evolution of the science of crypto investing the different ways to perform fundamental analysis on Bitcoin, Ether and others, and sentiment's offering in an increasingly competitive market. So in this episode, I'm joined by Maxime Balashevic, the founder and CEO of sentiment.net. Thank you very much for joining today, Maxime.
1: Thanks for inviting me. Pleasure to
0: be here. You're very welcome. Uh, this is very exciting for me, Maxime, because you're the first crypto analytic uh data provider that I've actually had on this had on the podcast, so um so this is it it feels to me potentially like it could be the first of many so um so you're very much welcome on 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 that basis
1: great to be great to be opener okay cool
0: brilliant um so maxi, why don't we just give a little taste at the beginning? Why don't you just start by just very briefly um, sum up what sentiment does so you're 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 essentially you're providing data um around crypto assets
1: correct correct we uh, we're providing data we're trying to solve uh, uh, the biggest in my opinion uh, risk or danger for crypto investors um, identifying the risk the risk is uh, opposite to what people believe is not uh, being hacked i mean it is a risk too Uh, but it's uh, like the chance you will be hacked if you know the basic rules are low. Uh, But the risk is that uh, whatever you invested into it will go down. And actually it's not a risk, it's a rule. Everything goes down in crypto and quite frequently. And it loses value like 50% in a a matter of very short time and then then you think, okay, what should I do now? And it's very difficult uh, position if you find yourself in this one.
0: Okay. Well, I think we've, I think we've, I think we've wet the appetite for the, for the listener. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah. That's, that's the, uh, that's a good, that's a good framing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go back to you are the founder and CEO of sentiment. You've been, you've been at it since August, 2016, where you might've felt a little bit more like a, like a, a lone voice crying in the wilderness a little bit compared to, compared to these days. Um, yeah. how did the, how did the, how did sentiment come about? Tell me the story.
1: I guess like in many stories like mine, uh, there was no plan uh, uh, to build a company or ecosystem in the first place, but there was a desire first to myself to understand uh, what's happening because I was invested and I was uh, invested in Ethereum and I experienced in very short time growth, uh, strong growth then the DAO hack and collapse. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, because of my background before, uh, I did quite some time market analytics based on uh, behavior patterns, like Elliot waves and some very similar stuff. So I noticed already at that time, ah, there seems to be not only similarity, but a very strong focus on uh, this kind of uh, approach how you can understand to some big degree what's going on. And okay, so I, I was doing it for myself. I was uh, doing analysis, and you know, it's a, it's always the best uh, when you do uh, analyze something, you write it down, or you talk to others because it gets more and more precise. You reflect when you are talking or writing. So I was writing down uh, a blog, just supportive to my own investment. Yeah, and uh, surprisingly, uh, or maybe not surprisingly, but um, people got interested, and I did not really promote it, uh, Maybe I mentioned a few times in the people get and we start talking on my blog, and few people appeared. They were constant uh, and they were surprised how precise uh, market calls could be based on uh, behavior or least, um, analysis. So it started to grow. Yeah, it started to grow. At least the initial community of people was there, and I got confirmation it makes sense both from reaction of people and from my own portfolio.
0: So you were um you're an investor and you got uh you've enjoyed the the thrill of the thrill of the rapid rise and the and the pain of the the rapid drop um and you yes. and you were doing some specific analysis and building this building this blog were you um were you doing a kind of unusual analysis for the time cuz what sentiment does as i understand it is it it looks Within the blockchain, in ways that um, hopefully you will explain to me, because um, it's 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 beyond my my understanding at the moment. But um, so looks within the blockchain to find signals for what direction crypto is going. Were you at that fledgling stage, kind of innovating these methods? To um, and then you wrote the blog, and then people were like, "Wait a minute, he's onto something." Uh,
1: not yet, not yet. Uh, uh... That happened maybe later mm-hmm. uh, or like one year later. Uh, at that time, I uh, identified... Uh, uh, well, to start with, there were no on-chain analytics at all. At the time, it didn't exist. Mm. Uh, there were some very basic ones, but uh, nothing uh, related to really crypto investment. Uh, but what existed, existed. Uh, people were talking in uh, Reddit, Bitcoin talk or TradingView. And uh, it's, for any behavior analyst, it's uh, maybe the most important source of data.
0: So this is people talk, people talk, essentially. People talk, people talk. So like the the kind of the Wall Street bets of its time, in a way, is the forums and understanding. So reading what people are saying about different tokens and then making investment decisions based on kind of sentiment analysis, in a way.
1: Exactly. You read, uh, uh, you understand... Their feelings when they're writing something, and you spot if there is a consensus between them. Example given, the majority convinced okay, okay, after this price action we've seen the last two weeks, it can only go down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they only discuss how far. The moment Mm -hmm. you identify it, you see it from messages. When you read it as a human, it's relatively easy. And you have uh, in your toolbox Elliot waves, and you say, "Okay, I know what it should be approximately uh, on the price chart, so you match it." And then there are the slighting moments. Say, "Okay, I know what's going on," and then you write about it, and it's uh, and it's amazingly how precise it could be.
0: But you're yeah. but you're, um so it's an interesting it's an interesting lesson in the study of crowds, and then actually. The study of markets, because Mm -hmm. at this time, I suspect it strikes me that the number of the size of the market, the number of people trading was actually fairly small on the grand scheme of things. And so having a number of people uh, and, you know, not a huge number of people saying this is about to go down and then having you take that and write it down on the blog and then that kind of takes it to an even bigger audience it almost creates the fait accompli, I imagine, in terms of if you've got a small enough people trading in the first place, then you don't need that many people to all agree it's going to go down for it then to go down uh, or, or, or indeed up. Um, so in in, a, in that kind of fledgling market, do you think potentially you are, you are, you are driving the market?
1: No, no, no. It's a, in your questions, there are two questions, and both of them are very interesting. <laughs> so the one uh, is... Uh, uh, how many people would be willing to face the truth about the market? And this and <laughs> this is the same as the second uh, question. Uh, do they really believe you? They don't. Actually, at some point of time, I stopped. And I don't, uh, well, anonymously, I do something. But you will hardly find my name posting anything. People hate you when you say, and it's normal. Yeah, When the market has been growing for a long time, they've been buying... Most of the vocal people, they've been buying close to the recent highs. Mm. And you come up and say, sorry, guys, it will lose 50%. And uh, they don't like you. Yeah, And there is no reward for you. I mean, why do you write it? So, uh, And I stopped doing it because uh, uh, there is no... uh, After we did everything to found the company, I don't need to write about it anymore. And but I, I experienced this many times, like literally, like all over again. Yeah, this was. Uh, uh, I have no problems with this. It's it's kind of actually I was looking for this kind of confirmation because if you're right and there is strong negative reaction, say, okay, I am on, I am right this time, and you get quiet. So no worries. <laughs> and yeah. as I say, we're talking about the uh, most risky part of the trend when it's high, but it will go down. And. Uh, no one believes you. Yeah. So even it's irrational, uh, uh, as you say, rationally they should, but they don't.
0: <laughs> is it um, Is it possible to short crypto assets? Is there a is there a Is there a lending market for shorts?
1: Uh, at that time, not. Well, except Bitcoin. Uh, nowadays, yes, yes, yes. You you can short, and you can see players are uh, uh, doing this game nowadays quite on a scale and there are successful examples just recently waves was shot quite successfully by some big players
0: interesting so um that was 2016 um and you thought i'm onto something here there is you mm-hmm. you're doing some analysis people are liking it um potentially there there could be a proper a proper product here yeah. so you found you found sentiment Um, and then um, you say you hinted that a year on then you were you were doing kind of technical analysis delving into the blockchain that sounds like a like a like a major leap forward in terms of the complexity Um, how did that how did that come about what does that look like Um,
1: uh, what exactly uh, uh, you mean uh, look like the uh, vision of the product or
0: yeah, what what do you do essentially? Yeah. And and bearing in mind that you're not talking to a blockchain specialist, what does it look yeah. like looking into the blockchain in order to understand what's happening with the currencies being bought and sold?
1: Ah, okay. You mean like now, mm-hmm. or
0: like how it evolved? Okay, okay.
1: Um, there are a few. Uh, of course, it's a. in your right, mention exactly the right word. Uh, evolving, it's evolving. Uh, it's evolving. Evolving science, understanding uh how market actually grows and then falls down and what pieces of streams of data you could use to understand it better so it's evolving data science at the moment uh, um, it's uh, it's like this i personally i personally still stick to um Idea or vision that the only way to uh, analyze the market, crypto market, is a behavior analysis. The only way, yeah, no, and it's a mixture of fundamental and technical analysis. It has both. It has both fundamental analysis. And it has both technical analysis and uh, uh, crowd psychology. Only if you bring all of this together, uh, you have chances to survive. If you use only fundamental, you are lost because you will uh, use too long time, supposedly good numbers, why it should win. But the market never cares about uh, uh, logical explanation. Yeah. And if you use, if you use only technical analysis, but you don't care about fundamentals, uh, you will be forced most of the time to short time frame and short time frame it's very exhausting difficult to maintain long-term portfolio based only on technical analysis.
0: Let's start with fundamental analysis quickly, because fundamental analysis in the equities market, for example, is related to an awful lot of numbers which are showing how this company underlying the the stock price is doing so what are the revenues looking like what's the next quarter looking like what what's the history look like what do you think the ceo is like you know the uh, uh, who are who's who's going into the shops and buying well are they going to carry on you know there's a lot of of fundamentals where you can go from the bottom up and say and work out a price from that what does fundamental What does fundamental analysis look like when we're talking about a cryptocurrency?
1: Well, that's a good question. Um, we need to distinguish them between two phases of uh, any new innovation in crypto space. One, uh, like newcomers, when something new uh, appears, like DeFi uh, or Meme Coins, I uh, Metaverse DAOs, uh, when it only appears. And it's like we're talking the last two years, on all of this appears in the last two years. Mm. Uh, there is uh, no one knows anything. It's just uh, like out of nowhere, out of the world of chaos, now suddenly comes on the earth and try to uh, uh, create something. Mm-hmm. And those who are working in the a sense or vision or mission, they start building. Uh, eventually, uh, there will be some orientations or numbers. Which can be used as a fundamental analysis. Initially, there is nothing. The same like for Bitcoin, from a long time, five or six years, run, there were no real fundamentals. Mm. Uh, it appears in the second stage where the network is established. It has uh, network participants. Uh, uh, they are convinced and they are rewarded for their work. Then the stage number two comes, and you can come out with some fundamentals. Okay? So it's always important to to uh, to distinguish. And fundamentals could be uh, uh, a bit different based on the purpose of the network. And I call network is uh, like every coin, and for me, it's a network. And uh, yeah, for Bitcoin, it's it's a little bit changing, but mostly uh, surprisingly, I will say (laughs) fundamental, which many people will not agree. Uh, for me, it's uh, amount of uh, strong holding hands. This is fundamental for Bitcoin. It will obviously never become um, payment uh, vehicle, uh, opposite to some people. Uh, looks like still believe in it, but it's obviously it will not become. So it's a, the only story is a, a kind of store of value, digital gold, and then. The fundamentals is how many really strong holders you have on the network. Yeah, and okay. uh, yeah, if the uh, amount is uh, uh, growing and redistributions keep happening, everything is good. So the network is stronger. We will we'll get growing. And there are secondary, in my opinion, also the cash rate and all of this, but it's not important in my opinion.
0: So that's a that's a good a good example to begin with. So Bitcoin is is probably the one that I understand at all um, is uh, so and for just a very brief rundown of the way the blockchain works is that every time a transaction happens in in um, Bitcoin, then uh, every user holder of Bitcoin um, receives an updated version of the blockchain showing the new entire history of the ownership of blockchain sorry of, of bitcoin um and also shows who owns the all um at the moment so what you're talking about in terms of understanding because it's a store, store of value uh you are able to have a look at everyone has access to um the the, the blockchain you're able to see you know I don't know five percent is is owned. five percent of Bitcoin is owned by this massive owner, and then you know a lot of them own one percent and then uh, and then the rest is kind of sub point five percent or whatever. you know you're able mm. to actually see the distribution of ownership, even if you can't see the identities of the people. Mm. And from that you're able to see um, if if those big owners are selling. Um, and if new big owners are being formed, because you've also got the whole history of it, so you're able to see um, the the movements in that market essentially um, based on the history of the ownership and current ownership.
1: Correct.
0: You got it right here. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Okay. I'm. Uh, I'm beginning to. I'm beginning to get. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Basic but you
1: You're catching up fast.
0: <laughs> so. Um, so that's bitcoin so you've you've gone with and that's great because that's the that's the one that everyone knows and it's the it's the main beginning mm-hmm. um moving from bitcoin then you you introduced bitcoin as as being a store of value everyone knows although you know now that it's being um uh not to get too bogged down in it but now it's being adopted by countries as legal tender then there may mm-hmm. be uh, mm-hmm. there may be challenges to your argument but um but but leaving that b- behind um what's the next type of type of cryptocurrency that we should talk about after after the pure store of value type?
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, at the moment, there are two major, uh, there are two blue chips, in crypto. It's Bitcoin and Ethereum. Mm-hmm. The rest are contenders with different level of success. And um, then we need to talk about Ethereum, obviously. And analyzing Ethereum, if we take on-chain data, it will be much more complex than analyzing Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin has its own uh, uh, complexity, but it's uh, uh, much smaller compared to, to what you really need to do on, on Ethereum uh, blockchain. And then similar, or who wants to be similar or better than Ethereum, there's at least five or six projects, and few of them are doing it. Quite a good job, and then there is a application uh, level uh, uh, projects, uh, which are a bit smaller scale, but also very valuable ones. Yeah, uh, actually, we can spend a lot of time uh, just laying down the universe, yeah, of, of, of uh, uh, crypto space, and it's a question of time and how deep we want to go into the.
0: Let's let's talk about it let's talk about ethereum quickly because it is it, as you say it is the other one it's um it's the one i know less about but i know that it has more in theory it has more um functionality potentially than bitcoin um and you know it can somehow be used to settle contracts and build contracts using it and and and, and ways that i haven't and, and need to dig into more properly um is it a whole universe? The the under the the fundamental fun, fundamental analysis of, of Ethereum is that a whole podcast in itself? Is it is it a huge you know onion to be peeled? Um, is it almost worth? Is it almost kind of you know we can't even touch it? Or are there any broad um, statements you can make like you did about Bitcoin being a store of value? Uh,
1: yes, uh, we can cover it uh, to some degree, and in this. Uh, since we should mention another fundamental metric, it's amount of uh, amount of developer effort put into uh, building, improving, and growing the network. And what Ethereum did, and actually we have this metric, we are even given it for free without charging, because in my opinion it's one of the key metrics to avoid scams. <laughs> uh, mm. Because if there are no open source development, uh, very risky. So for for Ethereum, yeah, it was the one, the first one who really attracted a massive, like really massive amount of uh, developers building on top of it and uh, creating a lot of uh, experiments, which eventually led to DeFi or oh, like uh, different DAOs and. Um, You can say this is the first network where people could build on top of it. Building on top of Bitcoin was possible too, but it was complicated. Mm. And network is uh, extremely slow and you cannot do much. And um, yeah it's difficult to build uh, uh, like an ethereum building blocks which are used by others in open source and can start like a lego uh, uh, built complex system which interacting with each other which we are seeing now already. and it's de facto working mm. so so ethereum is the first uh, let's say uh, uh, crypto blockchain Lego constructor yeah the first one and the most successful so far no one could beat it so far yeah uh, that's great
0: that's great so okay I think i'm I think I'm maybe so with Ethereum, um, it is essentially, as you say, it's a great analogy. Uh, it's it's Lego essentially. It's crypto Lego. So actually, it's got functions, and so and those functions. But at the same time, underlying it is a is a cryptocurrency that you need to buy in order to build functions upon. And mm-hmm. so potentially, what you're doing by measuring how much how many developers are using it and how much activity there is around and how many people are building different lego castles and and um, and death stars um, you can <laughs> uh, you can um, uh, you can measure the demand essentially for how much how many how much interest there is in buying the ethereum because because people need it in order to to to, to build their Lego. Um, so it's a little bit like that. You're you're measuring. You're trying to get an understanding for how active, how many people out there are using it for their different mm. their different their different use cases. Yeah, yeah, it is, that
1: will be exactly as we mentioned some time ago. This fundamental metric and it's important one. Yeah? Okay. And it's and it's an interesting one. Yeah?
0: And underlying so still underlying all of this is also and you are called sentiment still underlying and still the base case is, is the chatter around. So this is, this is, um, this is still uh, sentiment kind of underpins everything, but you're looking at yes. uh, what we're going through now is looking at ways to actually build fundamental analyses of these, of these, and get some numbers around it in a, in a, yeah, in, a, in that way. Okay. Um, so that's, I feel like we've done the two major ones potentially, although I'm sure there's a lot more to say about, about both. Then when you get something like a Dogecoin or something mm-hmm. new, um, and as you say, when it's new, no one knows anything about it. You, it's very, it's kind of hard to predict. When we get a new one, is that just a, is that just sentiment analysis in terms of you're just seeing what people are saying on Twitter or whatever other forums about Dogecoin? Would you, would you, would you analyze the fact that Elon Musk said buy Dogecoin and and cause that seem to have a potential effect on, on the price is there is there is that the next is that the next one
1: um yes and no uh, let's put it in the bigger picture first uh, because it's easy uh, to get lost in small details mm-hmm. but bigger things have bigger impact so we need to understand or talk shortly about one important aspect is the cycles in the crypto markets cycles of uh, growth uh, emerging new interesting topics or segments and then a cycle of correction yeah. because with every growth it grows very fast relatively fast mostly one or two years maximum and it's so profitable that there are a lot of uh, crazy money crazy people uh, death stars coming it has to be cleaned up so the market goes down and clean up and, uh, I don't know, you haven't seen, but there are a lot of uh, uh, yeah, closed-down shops and funds. Mm. Mm. 50% of the funds actually never survive uh, the wave down. They never prepared, They never prepared for it. Mm. And uh, everyone is good in bull market, but very few are good in bear markets. So these uh, uh, circles of uh, going up and going down is of key importance in the sense they're inevitable, like tennis, <laughs> and they're good for cleaning up the space and we are good for summarizing and learning things. And in inside, inside of each cycle, there are some rules how things are growing now. It's initially, it's, uh, I just give you some few key uh, uh, aspects. It's not that everything grows together. First, majors are growing, then sometimes new projects are coming growing. And at the end, and at the end, and at the end of the cycle, this is how you can identify at the end of the cycle. If you can do just this, you will be ahead of 80% of others. The most risky assets are pumping. Yeah, like Dodge or Shiba Inu or Similar. They are the ones who are pumping at the end like crazy. It's uh, like a better asset or so how you call it in classic finance. Or higher higher alpha, higher risk, higher reward.
0: Yeah.
1: So the moment the moment they're pumping like crazy and start outperforming Bitcoin and Ethereum, you should be very aware. You should be very aware going to the end of the cycle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and and this
1: is the way you start paying attention to what people are talking about. Yeah. What they talked yeah. before, before Doge was outperforming Bitcoin or Shiba Inu, or similar coins, it's not so relevant. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes uh, uh, Elon Musk says when no one knows impact, then it pumping. The moment market learned what it means, it stopped pumping. It's like this. Uh, but uh, at the very end of the cycle, when you see it's even sometimes, sometimes without any reasons, it just keeps growing. Yeah, and people are crazy and they becoming uh, like irrational in the sense as they lose connection with the earth they expect 10 times more growth mm. this is a moment where you really pay attention to what are they talking about yeah if there is any 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 sound voice if there's any sane voice if, there, if you can hardly find any you should run out of the market and uh, uh, first if it's outperforming majors massively and second, you don't find any sanity anymore. <laughs> and this is a basic analysis I, I believe anyone can learn. Uh, it will not be easy to apply. But this is a basic rule, I would really see uh, the first rule of the Fight Club. You need to understand this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> because Because it's happening always yeah i mean but so many of these rules go back you know right. to the beginning of beginning of humanity in a way but i mean it, the tulip fever is the 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 phrase that yes, comes to mind yeah, you know yes, from whatever yes. it was 1720 where everyone yes. went mad for tulips and they all went mad for tulips sort of because everyone else was going mad for tulips and there's this mm. kind of hu- human animal spirit's just gone absolutely wild and it's mm. and it's and and it's no surprise that we're talking about the early the early. um stock market in that time it's it's early market stuff because there's less Mm. uh solid things to hold on to um and so you're it's just essentially emotion and spirits running wild i'm intrigued in your position um you so you said the moment to sell is when you're looking at the market and you can't and all you see is wild eyes and and veins popping in foreheads um and everyone just going mad you know essentially that's the moment to get out um, but in theory, as you just just said, those wild eyes can keep going for quite a while more. And a lot of yes. money can be made during that period. Correct. Though it strikes me Correct. that the real the real moment um, or the real way to to nail this market, if it can ever be done, is spotting the guy or the or the, the, the comment on the message board which says, you think this has gone a bit too far guys (laughs) and the one which 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 marks the top of the parabola somehow or the or the person who you know the person who gets divorced and needs to claim his money and so then you know spotting that transaction which which reverses the polarity um, and then suddenly we're all we're all falling that's that's how the maximum money could be made do you think that's do do you think that's feasible in the future at some point finding that that kind of peak of the parabola
1: uh it's feasible even now uh, to some degree or it depends on your skills, but we've built we built the tools which allows you, to, and we use it several times. Uh, here we can uh, uh, or we should consider uh, this uh, specific pattern of behavior like super excitement or lack of any kind of your rationality. it will show itself, on uh, many levels it will show itself on the price here yeah, it will be vertical it will show itself in uh, uh, on-chain data or the absence of specific data you would expect happen if people would be rational and it will show itself in the social uh, um, data sentiment now when you combine all of them you might be quite confident uh, that uh, we are Close to the top of parabola. Mm. The question remains: if you'll be able to pull the trigger. It's <laughs> difficult. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've went through several cycles, and I tell you, it's it's unbelievable difficult. Yeah, because you feel the same. You feel the same like this. I mean, we're all humans. There is no difference. But the data, because uh, uh, you see it on the screen and you've seen it before, it kind of spoils you. So eventually, uh, I will, was never able to sell everything, but like 50 percent you can, because you convince yourself okay, whatever. Uh, I it's uh, feel unnatural for me now to exit the market, uh, but you do it. And of course, I would never try, no, neither for myself nor for anyone else, pinpoint exactly the top, because it puts enormous stress on you. You will be wrong, but if you are plus minus 30 uh, percent crypto, is very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, you, yeah. anyway you save another 80 <laughs> or another <laughs> 50 yeah. That's crazy. so so yeah it is it is now we're all on a stage where amount of on-chain data amount of knowledge how we know how the markets are working uh, and uh, in our case amount of social data um, allows you to understand what's going on much better than when i started in 16 17 at that time it's only your personal skill now it's uh, supported by data
0: I think we've given a very good uh, run through of of the challenges the market the how how you would begin to um to 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 try and approach this with a sophisticated hat on um can we talk about sentiment in terms of mm-hmm. what does your offering look like what does your what do you provide to your clients um if they if they come what do you what do you what do you yeah what are you offering are you are you offering data are you offering an analysis what does it what does it look like
1: uh we're offering uh both the most the biggest part is of course uh, data cleanup structure data dashboards tools to visualize it we built our own it's our own tools how you visualize uh, uh, crypto-related data. So this is a major product. And uh, because, as we mentioned, beginning of uh, ecosystem, we do have Friday talks on YouTube. We have our Discord server where we discuss with our community. And as we're talking now, we're building kind of educational course, but it's mostly like I want to build uh, uh, two-way communication on specific topics so they also can deepen my knowledge. So it's both. It's data tools uh, to visualize it and way of communicating how it can be analyzed. Yeah, we, we like to do it.
0: So that's a lot of community stuff to try and, as you mentioned at the beginning, uh, build the ecosystem. And, mm. and the more you can educate people, then the bigger crypto can become, and and um, and sentiment can obviously um, kind of rise as part of the infrastructure within within that larger ecosystem. And I can mm. see that. Mm. I can see that for sure. Are you seeing um, institutional clients coming to you for data? Are yes. You seeing, yes, yes, yeah, yes. We are. Yes, we are. Are you um, so? Are you serving hedge funds, for example, and and mm-hmm. are, you, are they so? Are they are they buying data off you? Are they buying analysis off you? Uh,
1: they buy data, yeah. I mean, normal hedge fund, uh, uh, they might read our analysis, but I would expect them to make their own decisions, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that they, they have too much responsibility to trust anyone else's opinion, but definitely, we know that they're reading our reports and they're learning from it all. Uh, but They bind data for API. We have very good scalable API, which we are using for our own platform. So they bind API data and build. um, They don't tell what exactly they build, but they build something constantly.
0: Of course. How big is your. um... Uh, coverage universe in terms of are you covering every cryptocurrency that blinks into blinks into uh, existence and out again within a week, or are you <laughs> focusing on focusing on the large ones? How do you how do you um, how do you cover that?
1: We do uh, cover the majors: uh, Bitcoin, or oh, also Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin. We're not talking about on-chain data, yeah? so we're running our own nodes and collecting data: Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, Ethereum. Everything running on top of Ethereum. Mm -hmm. then uh, uh, cardano uh, dogecoin we mentioned yes dogecoin we have two and uh, polygon it's a sidechain or l2 uh, for ethereum uh, binance smart chain Uh, this is a major source of data so far where you could get uh, quite good view into crowd uh, what they're doing with their money and we keep adding, we'll just keep adding uh, other chains as we go yeah, constantly.
0: Has there been a rapid um, uptick in the amount of money people are willing to pay for this in the last year, two years? Have you seen suddenly... Yes, yes. Last year I mean...
1: was uh, last year was insane, yeah.
0: Yeah. And so you suddenly found you were you were you were you were part of a community project for a while and now suddenly you're on top of a What's looking like a a pretty serious business, I imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, it also brought a uh, competition. We're not the only one. In seventeen, it was a bit lonely <laughs> uh, because uh, there was, uh, I think, uh, Coin Metrics from America and us, and that's it, literally. Mm-hmm. Then it came more, 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 more. Now it's not lonely anymore. We learn from each other. At last, we can see who is doing what and uh, one the ones say oh okay they did it good so you think okay i need to do it and then there's oh <laughs> uh on some of competitors uh they did it actually i thought it now web page so you know say, okay they appreciated your effort too it's good that's why i mean it's always how it works
0: Competition.
1: Yeah. so the end, uh, end uh, users i think they get no better and better products
0: fantastic um, Maxim, I think this has been, uh, this has been, this has been really interesting for me. I hope it has for everyone else as well, but I've, I've really enjoyed our conversation and, um, and exploring this world with you and thank you very much for being, um, measured, thoughtful and, um, and, and fascinating on the subject. So, um, thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Marcos. really, uh, exciting uh, to be on your podcast. See you asking the questions and uh, catching up so fast. i think you have a good uh good future in crypto yeah (laughs) you ask
0: the right (laughs) questions (laughs) interesting interesting we'll see we'll see thanks rexime have a great day yeah have a great day